I'm a nanny. And I'm not. Today on Osa Simply, we're talking about starting a business as a nanny. Woohoo! Yeah, so we've got a few questions here that we're going to go over together. Um, first off, I want to ask, as a nanny, working for the family or as like an independent contractor, do you need a business license to be a nanny? So if you're working for a family as an employee, as a household employee, uh, you're a W-2 employee, so you don't need a business license. If you're a 1099 nanny, it's state by state as to whether or not you need a state business license. Um, being here in Washington State, we do need business licenses, uh, but they're pretty easy to get. You can get them online, usually get them within 48 hours, and they're less than 100 bucks. So it's not really that big of an investment. Um, and federally, you don't need any kind of business license. If you are an independent contractor, you just will file your business taxes under your social security number as a sole proprietor, which just means it's just me. I'm my business. Yeah. Okay. I guess I should clarify. This is probably all just for the U.S., right? Yes. Sorry. I know pretty much nothing about <laughs> any other place in the world. So maybe one of these days I will do some research and send one out for people in Europe and Australia. But as of now, here we are in the States. Yeah, I'm not making any promises. <laughs> that would just be while I'm bored during the shut-in. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like answered pretty well. So what sort of paperwork do you need to have when you're starting in any business? Um, so you need to have just really a few things of paperwork. Um, you obviously need to have your contract that will have everything in it that details uh, your wages and kind of everything that you're going to need to know for your business. Um, and then you'll also need your medical consent form and your tax tracker and tax binder, which are two different things, but they work hand in hand. But I'm going to be doing an article later about taxes and staying organized for taxes, and that'll include more information on the tax binder and on the tax tracker, which, like I said, are two different things, but they're interchangeable. I mean, not interchangeable. They work together, and we'll have both of them available to you guys by the end of the month, probably. So how can a nanny starting a business be prepared for the tax man? the tax man big brother <laughs> mm -hmm. um that's really funny so basically you would need the tax tracker and the tax binder that i mentioned um the tax tracker will include things like the miles that you drove to and from work you'll write those down um the miles that you drove with a kid you'll write those down anything that the amount of hours that you worked and the amount of money that you were paid you'll write those down you can keep track of those as a w-2 nanny for your own knowledge which i think is i advise advised because it's kind of like it'll work hand in hand with your invoicing so that you know if you're being shorted or given too much money um for payment but you definitely need them as a 1099 nanny because you'll be keeping track of you'll be reporting that to the government <laughs> um so that those those are two very core pieces so Miles to and from work, miles with the kid, um, hours you worked with the days you worked them, how much you made from that, and also uh, things like uh, your work clothes, like paying for your work clothes. A lot of people will do 
just like as a nanny, they'll wear their everyday clothes as work clothes. Um, but I actually like to have like a set amount of leggings, a pair of jeans, and a couple of shirts and a sweater, a sweatshirt that I like to wear, set aside as my nanny wardrobe because then those are tax deductible as my work uniform versus the rest of my clothes. Or if I wore those clothes for anything else, they wouldn't be considered that legally. So uh, having those clothes set aside for work, um, I find is important and helpful. I didn't catch if you mentioned it, but the uh, you have keeping track of driving to and from work versus keeping track of driving with the kid. Yeah. Why keep track of those separately? Um, you'll want to keep track of those separately because in our tax tracker, um, we also have a row for miles that you've been compensated for. So without going too in-depth in this um, article, basically... The miles that you drive to and from work, as a W-2 or a 1099 nanny, if you are driving to a different location or you don't have like a designated office, um, you get to count those. So as a nanny, you basically get to count your miles that you drive to and from work, no matter what, when, whose house you're going to, it doesn't matter, you, you count those. Um, separate, I would count the kids' miles, so the miles that you drive with the kid in your car during the day because a lot of times in the contract, you'll be compensated for part of those miles. Um, and what I mean is, for example, a few years ago, um, I was driving kids, I had this family that I was working with and I would drive their kids to school and I would drive their kids, we'd go and get coffee, we'd go to the park, we'd go to museums, we'd do all these things, right? Their parents and I had an agreement that they would pay me 50 cents for every mile that I drove their kids. So I needed to keep track of those miles. For that 50 cents but also at that in that year the IRS was paying 55 cents per work driven mile so at the end of the year I was able to look at the amount of miles that I drove with the kids know that I got paid 50 cents to the mile and then still get paid an additional five cents per mile that I drove with the kids from the government so keeping track of those miles separately um, Instill, it just ensures that you will get fully compensated for the miles that you drove. And within that, um, later I talk about saving your receipts. Um, you don't have to save like your gas receipts, your car shop, like you put your car in the shop receipts. You don't have to save those things because those maintenance and gas is included in the money that the government is going to pay you to cover your miles. So 55 cents at that time to the mile um, took into account all of the things that it takes to run your car for that one mile. Okay. I don't want to get too much into this. Like, if you want to move on, it's fine. But why bother charging the parents the 50 cents when the government's going to pay the 55 cents? Or you know, if they're just going to make up the difference, like, why not just do that? That's actually a really good question, and it's going to be a pretty short answer. Do you want to be paid now or later? That's really the only difference. So for me at the time, that 50 cents a mile made a big difference because I was driving those kids all over Timbuktu. Um, but it's simpler if you can forego, like if you're going to pay all, be able to pay all of your bills without that extra 50 cents a mile right now and just later charge the government basically for their 55 cents per mile. Um, it's actually simpler to just do that because then you don't have to do that subtraction math at the end of the year. But really that subtraction math doesn't take very long. And so I personally like to get paid then rather than later. 
Um, but it also depends because some nanny families don't want to pay for mileage and some do. So either way, you know, you just have to be flexible and there are different situations or circumstances where each of those are better. Okay. Each option, so. Keeping receipts. Does a nanny need to do it and how should she do it? Yes, she does. Everybody in life should um, for a lot of things. Come on, people. How many times have we wanted to return something and then we don't have the receipt? It's because you didn't keep the receipt. Anyways, um, or you lost it. Um, which, one way to keep track of all of your receipts is to take pictures on your phone. Like, just have a photo album in your phone that is just receipts. Um, there are apps out there that you can take pictures and they'll file your receipts, like organize them for you, which is kind of nice. Um, but you could just take pictures on your phone. Um, I actually like to keep the physical receipts because... If I'm gonna take a picture of it and throw it away, why not just keep that and save room in my phone? That's my thought process. Um, and so I just have a little pouch that I keep my receipts in. I'm a big fan of paper and paper trails. Keep your receipts for your work clothes that I mentioned earlier. Basically anything that you're gonna put on your tracker, anything that would go in your tax tracker. So that's, um, you know, your invoices count as your uh, pay stubs. And then you would keep receipts for anything that you bought for the kids. Uh, you also keep track of payments for if you buy something for the kids, you show the parents the receipts, right? But keep that receipt because then it shows that you did seriously buy that thing and then the parents will give you the compensation for it and you keep that invoice where you had the compensation for it. So it's basically just keeping track of all of the money in your business so that if you ever do get audited, which is highly unlikely, um, you'll be able to show literally every dollar that went past your hand as far as business goes to the government. Okay. What do you use to handle payments and money and all that? All of that, all of the important stuff. Um, I use Cash App for my transactions. Um, I get paid through Cash App from most families and the families that I don't get paid through Cash App, I get paid through PayPal. Um, I dislike getting paid through PayPal because they take a fraction of my money um, Cash App doesn't do that, so I like using Cash App. Um, it's also just really smooth. It is really smooth, and I like Cash App because I have the running line of things, and I also like Cash App because you can put little cutesy emojis. Like, I had one mom where we, we would, like, emoji communicate through our Cash App transactions. Um, I'd request it and go, eh, with a little heart. And then the little baby, and then she'd send me back one going, eh. and it was just like, it was so cute. Um, so it just, I don't know. It was cutesy. Um, I like it. <laughs> one of those intangibles. Got it. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those precious moments, you know, that you have to have with the family occasionally. Um, for invoicing, I use wave invoicing. Um, I like it a lot. It works really well. It keeps track of everything. You can basically duplicate things. Uh, you can put one family in as a client with a set rate so that all you have to do is put in the hours, um, which is nice and quick and easy. I also recently discovered, um, and that's free, completely free. A cash app is also free. Um, and if you use our link, we both get, what is it? $5? I think it's $5. Yeah. $5. So it's not a lot, but Hey, $5, that's basically a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Come on. Um, anyways, but they're both free. And then I found this recently, this new one called Invoice Generator. It's just like invoicegenerator.com or something. Like, I would just Google Invoice Generator. Um, but that one is really cool because every time you open the website, it knows that it's your next invoice and it will automatically change the invoice number for you. 
to the next number up. So that's kind of cool and it's also very easy to use um, and then you can just save save it in the invoice generator like program itself because you create a little account but it's all free or you can download it as a PDF and then email it over to your family. So I like Wave Invoicing because it emails directly from there um, but Invoice Generator is also super easy to use. Um, I think in my personal opinion it's easier to navigate if you're only doing invoicing like for one thing like if you're just a basic nanny that's just like here are my hours here's how many miles I drove them, like a little note with like the price next to it, you know, that kind of thing. It's really easy to use. Uh, Wave invoicing is kind of more robust. It's kind of for startup businesses. It has things like sales and just like a bunch of other features. So it could get distracting or hard to find things in. Um, but invoice generator is like super clear, straightforward. It literally just generates invoices. We talked about business license, but what certification or prerequisites what a nanny need to have to start working as a nanny? So a couple of weeks ago, we went into this a little bit um, with transitioning from a babysitter to a nanny. We talked about uh, taking a few parenting courses that might be free. Um, sometimes you can find a free babysitting course in the summer. Uh, there are a lot of free courses out there. Uh, ultimately, like if this is your career, I recommend going to school and taking maybe a course in child education or child psychology or child development that'll just help you in general um but every nanny ever every babysitter ever in my opinion every parent ever needs to be cpr and first aid certified because safety first you need those like i do not want you guys applying for jobs without those things they're just so important now sometimes i have had a couple of girls um that have called me and they're like, hey, um, where can I quick get my CPR and first aid because I have a job that's like willing to hire me right now. Um, sometimes I'll ask, uh, you know, is there going to be someone within like a few houses over? Like sometimes these houses are family and then grandma lives a couple houses down um, and grandma's already CPI, CPR and first aid certified. Then I'll tell them, you, you know what, you could take the job and just tell them like I'm getting it immediately and get it within the next week or so. Um, but I just really make it a priority, and so I try really hard to encourage people to get that even before they start applying for jobs. Um, but sometimes a job falls in your lap that fits everything you've ever dreamed, and so, no, I'm not going to tell you to walk away from it, but definitely get certified, like, ASAP. Okay. I think we've covered just about uh, most of the main points of starting an any business, so that's a wrap. Okay, guys, really quick before we leave, um, if you like this, definitely go to Patreon, especially now that we're doing the videos with the podcast. You'll get to see more of our house, our tiny home. Um, you'll also just get to see me and my weird face and bloopers along the way. Um, so go over to Patreon and support us over there. Um, our first our first tier in Patreon is only a dollar a month. That's $12 a year. That's two cups of coffee. You want to buy me two cups of coffee? Go over to Patreon. Um, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, but until next time. Bye, guys.